spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Monday, day after. That's right. Everyone has left town. The airport was packed. And still everyone, is, right? Still is packed. And they're going back to busiest day in history is what they're saying at the airport. Wow. Yeah, it is. That's exactly what Becky Lynn was reporting. I like to listen. It was the perfect storm between the big golf going on. 250,000 people is what they said on Saturday. And then, of course, you had the, what, the 70-plus thousand yesterday right. at the old uh, football game. Um, let's go over one thing from the Super Bowl. Let's do it. All right. Uh, Super Bowl 57, the Chiefs came back. They beat the Eagles. You know me, I'm very happy. I don't like the Eagles. You do. You hate Philadelphia and everything that is. You say they're smelly, horrible people. They are terrible people. (laughs) Knuckle-draggers. So I I think we've got to talk about the one thing that maybe people are shying away from. We're not going to shy away from it. And first of all, I'm just going to say this. We're not prude either. No. Okay, we're not prude. I said that on the air today. I'm the least yeah. thing from prude. Yeah. What I am is aware yeah. and respectful. Okay. So when you look at the halftime performance from Rihanna, I liked it. I thought the colors were cool. I don't know what those white furry things were running around, but they were working hard. I, You know, I'm just saying. The first thing I, I liked, thought, <laughs> why are they wearing hazmat suits? <laughs> I liked the songs. I liked the fact that she's she's so high over people. And the, the thing was like teetering back and forth. I liked the performance. But there was one thing that happened during the performance, and when I saw it, the the words that came to my mind was, "Why'd you do that?" Yeah, and that was that was I, it was unnecessary. So I was sitting next to uh, a ten year old boy when this happened. You were with who? I was with my twelve uh, year old stepdaughter. Okay, and because uh, as soon as I saw it happen, I lo- I I was like, mm. and then I looked at the boy's face, and he was he looked confused. Yes. So she uh, she groped herself in the nether regions and then kind of uh, smeared it across her upper lip and nose as if to smell it. Exactly. And I'm just asking this. What what purpose was that for? Shock. Okay, it's not shocking. It's just kind of vulgar. And again, I'm not a prude. I'm not. But I, I could have went without that. I think I a lot of people could have went yeah, with that. Yeah, I don't that. just don't think it was it was I don't think it was necessary. It wasn't it wasn't sexy. It it wasn't part of the act. It was I just found it like, you know, I looked at the kid's face who's 10 and he just looked puzzled. He's like, "Ew." You know, like that. Yeah, that's kind of okay. the way I felt. So I you're sitting there with not your, needed. with your daughter. So when that when that happens, cuz I really liked her performance other than that. How did you handle it as a dad? She kind of looked and because like like she wasn't sure because she you know because before that they were they were doing stuff and they're all groping and do and and I you know she gets it TikTok I said it's look it's a shock world and this is this is one of those things where it was a shock moment I said it's part of you know I said older kids will probably think it's cool uh, you you know you're asking questions about it I said this is kind of what it was in my day I remember Michael Jackson grabbed his groin on numerous all occasions the time <laughs> that's right. why he sounded like that. Right. Normally it'd sound like this, but then after a while I was like, hey, hey. yeah, but I, he never put his hand on his face. No, afterwards. that was the weird part. I said yeah. it was a shock thing, right. and so I don't know when I when I watched, uh, but it was it was a conversation to be had because she kind of was perplexed as a twelve year old. Why would you do that? I said, well, 
she did that because I think she thought she'd maybe get a rise out of some people. She thought it was a good, smart thing to do. So would you do that because you want to be talked about in the way that we're talking about it now? Or maybe she didn't have that not-so-fresh feeling. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when J-Lo and Shakira were yeah. on stage, and I'll, I'll never forget this. Um, I don't know if we were doing that the show. That was our favorite. I don't remember if we yeah, were doing we were. The, okay. So Governor Ducey came Yeah, in. I remember. He, he was right? like he was super. In, he was in studio. And, you know, of course, you know, I like to tweak whoever a politician comes in just a little bit, have some fun. And, did you like that uh, halftime show, Governor? I remember that. was our, And he didn't like uh, J-Lo and Shakira. And he was like, it was too much. And I, it was. And, Okay. I thought it was fantastic. And and I didn't think their... I loved it. I didn't think their act was as bad because, look... Was they it were, sexual? It, yes. Yeah, you know what? They, they shook what... The, look, they danced with what brought They danced and, yeah. But was there a moment where they did that? No. no. And that no. was a more of a talking point to me yeah, right. than them shaking their, you know, their moneymakers. Yeah. Like Prince had the phallic symbol going. Absolutely. Okay. And then, of course, you had Katy Janet. Perry ruined everything with Right Shark. <laughs> <laughs> The Still Jan- the greatest thing ever. The Janet Jackson thing. Janet. You okay. know what? Last night, and, and Lily and I have had a conversation about this. This is the this is, my, this, okay. is, this, is my, this is my 12-year-old. 12-year-old. And, and Jack Sorry. and I have had a conversation about this. Yeah. That, to me... You're talking about Janet was Jackson? so quick. Was, so it had to be... Many people the next day were like... They weren't quite sure what had happened and to become big. Where this last night was so in your face... It was. It was a much different kind of thing yeah then I'll, I'll tell you about the janet jackson thing when that happened i was doing a a sunday night one hour radio show dude you've done you've, know, you've been, you're know. like i had 12 minutes on the air yeah. one time on the tuesday between noon and 12 15 it was sunday night at like 10 p.m and yeah. i would just talk sports for an hour and I got to the radio station and didn't know that that i watched the whole game and the whole halftime show and i didn't because it was so fast i didn't see it so when I got to the radio station, you know, you look on the wires and you're looking at the internet and all this kind of, and it was all, it was everywhere. Yeah. I missed it. It yeah. was so quick. I missed it too. I watched her on stage. And, and I'm I, looking. I, yeah. <laughs> no, I know. And so I missed it. It was so fast. But if you're just joining us, we're, we're talking, we, Chad sat next to his daughter. I was sitting next to a 10 year old kid and it was, uh, it was, uh, I don't want to go into it again. It was, it was exactly, you know, you, most of you know what, what Rihanna did and I just thought it was unnecessary. Yeah. I didn't think it was, it was funny. I, I didn't think, I don't think it added anything. I, I don't think it was, I wasn't sitting here horrified by it, but you know what? The 10 year old I was sitting next to, I didn't want to explain what was, yeah. I didn't know. The kids were perplexed. I think it was, and that's why I talked to Lily about it. It's dirty. Yeah, it was dirty. And I said, look, I said, Lily, I said, you're on TikTok. I said, it's about shock. Yeah. It's about, you'll watch you and Jack because they send funny TikToks and they're pretty, look, my kids, uh, they're very, Charlie is the troublemaker. Well, she's four. She, but she's the troublemaker. She is yeah, where they are very kind of, they, you know, they're very, they're very, you know, da, 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 happy go lucky, and they're not really where they are. That was a. They're asking questions about it, and that was a. Ew, it was kind of a yeah. moment where that was unnecessary. Yeah, it, you know, it, it it didn't take away that she did a great job. I thought she was really good. I thought she was middle to average. I just I don't understand why you do that. Yeah, I didn't. I don't either. get it. 
I, I don't know. Because the whole time afterwards, I'm thinking, I did the whole time, I was like, eh. And the only other time I thought something different is when I was like, man, it's windy up there. <laughs> it was windy. There was a couple times I zoomed in her, I think she thought, it's starting to shake, and I'm thinking, uh-oh. Uh, yeah, they locked her in pretty good. They strapped her down pretty good. Yeah. Especially at the beginning when she was away. I don't know how high she was, but it was she was up there. Well, you know what's funny is uh, th- they were talking about how, how high she was. There, uh, there are things where, I mean, she's up there, but it's not at the top. Like, when you watched... Uh, was it Lady Gaga comes flying down from Miami from the top of the stadium or whatever and Shakira and all them where she was not as high as they showed it because people had their cameras out but still it was windy as could be it it looked cool that was a different way to to do a show no doubt about it I just thought of you because I'm like the hazmat suits are up I know right the white hazmat suits All right, it is time for five spot five spot we're going to put five of you on the air about a news story everybody's talking about, and we're going to stay with the Super Bowl. Uh, if you watch the national anthem, Eagles coach Nick Sirianni, he bawled his eyes out. He cried. I mean, there were tears coming. And obviously, a lot of people saw that, and you're like, oh, my gosh, this is really affecting him. What a moment, right? We want you to call and tell us, what is something that always makes you cry? Now, maybe for the Eagles coach, uh, you know, it was the, every national anthem makes him cry. You tear up. Although Chris Stapleton did a heck of a job. He Would did you a great agree job. last night, Miss Becky? Yeah. Chris Stapleton uh, I thought it was it? great. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. good. Very soulful. We, we were gambling on how long you would sing. And it was it was over two minutes. Two minutes and two seconds is That's what right. I heard. That's yes. right. Yeah. So uh, call us and tell us something that always makes you cry. Is it a movie? Is it a song? Is it a picture? Is it a person? Uh, something that always makes you cry. 602-277-5827. 602-277-KTAR. What makes you cry every time you see it? It's coming up next. And Chad. Brought to you by Parker and Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. All right, at the Super Bowl, it was uh, the national anthem. And if you looked at the Eagles head coach, uh, Nick Sirianni was, was he was balling, man. I mean, big tears during the national anthem, very moved by, you know, the fact that he was in a Super Bowl. Uh, and, uh, uh, that Stapleton guy was pretty good. He did. He I don't know it. who he is, but he's pretty good. <laughs> he rocked even, it. He crushed it. <laughs> looking at me like I'm crazy. Uh, I just don't like country music, so I really don't know who he is, but he, he was fantastic. A lot of people were worried. They're like, his voice doesn't suit it. And doesn't, man, I tell you what, it was, of all the performances yesterday, it's good. I thought his was the best. Uh, it was uh, It was very good. So. What a voice, huh? Yeah, so we're going to ask you, what makes you cry? Whiskey and smoking. <laughs> that's you? No, that's just a voice. You oh, get a voice I'm like sorry. that. You get a little, whiskey, a little whiskey smoking. And smoking was what made you cry. All right, what's made you, what makes you cry all the time? Whether it's a movie or a scene or a song or what have you. Five Spot, who do we got first? All right, let's go with uh, Ronnie and Gilbert. Ronnie, what makes you cry? Oh, my goodness. A movie that nobody watches anymore. Old Yeller. Oh, they killed oh, Old Yeller, right? They they had to, right? Yeah, they killed her. Yeah. Okay. Like that's, Oh, yeah. Had to. Had right. to. Had to but now, it, why it, did it, they have to kill I Old Yeller? Rabies. Rabies, man. Oh, Rabies. Right. When was that movie out? Don't want- 50s? Yeah, I've never Jeez. seen it. Okay. And he doesn't, you know, he, well, doesn't, was- he doesn't get it. 
There's another one with Ricky Schroeder called The Champ. Oh, God, the Don't Die Champ. Don't Die Champ. Don't Die Champ. Yep, I love that movie. That movie would make anybody cry because yeah. Champ dies, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right, next. Uh, Bob and El Mirage. Bob, what makes you cry? Um, a song by Josh Groban. It's To Where You Are. It was my wife's favorite, so we played it at her funeral. And her other favorite movie was Somewhere in Time. I always cry when I watch that. So wait, you played that at your wife's funeral? To Where You Are, yes. Wow. and so That's gosh. the Josh Groban song, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I don't know how you not cry. Goodness yeah. gracious. Yeah, absolutely. All right. All right, Somewhere in Time is another one. Yeah, I can see that. That's it. Yeah. That, I understand that movie. Yeah, very I, much real, a good real job, quick, my man. Uh, my mom loved Silent Night. I remember we'd go to church and they would play it at the end and she'd always cry Silent Night when we went to like church on Christmas. Yeah. And so every time I hear Silent Night, I get choked up. Oh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth in, in uh, Coolidge, what makes you cry? Oh, man. Anytime I watch the videos of soldiers or servicemen coming home and surprising their kids, especially, or their families, I always lose it uncontrollably. Great one. That is a great one. Like when they sneak in and they're behind the kid and the kid goes, mm -hmm. that is awesome. Yeah, that is a good one. That's absolutely good. One. Appreciate your call. Thanks so much. Five spot here. Uh, Mary Ellen, what makes you cry? Hi, guys. Well, this might sound a little crazy, but a marching band. Why? It just brings back old-fashioned good memories of growing up, being in parades. And every time I'm at a parade and I hear that marching band, I just get so choked up. I don't oh. know. All right. All right. That's a go. different one. Okay. Marching cool. band it is. And Absolutely. Fine. You I too? Agree with, oh, yes. With a marching band? With a, a marching, marching band? band. Especially <laughs> if, you, if you're really close <laughs> and they start to play. <laughs> yes. I'm totally with her. That's fine. Okay. Wow. Uh, That's Taylor fine. in North Phoenix, what makes you cry? Hey, guys. Yeah, I'm with the Eagles coach. Every time I'm at a sporting event, there's a national anthem, especially if there's a flyover. I am uh, just balling, balling, yeah. balling. Patriotic. Yeah. Love this. Yeah, love it's this. just something about being united with that many people. I just don't, you never feel united with anyone anymore these days. So yeah. to be in a large group and everyone's kind of on the same page for once, it's, uh, and obviously with the country and everything, it's sure. every time. Absolutely. Yeah. And you remember, we go back to uh, Whitney Houston. We forget that was the Gulf War. Oh, right? it was All that stuff was going on when they brought her out and she nailed that thing. And then yeah. the flyover, it was like that. That was oh, so as good as it gets. Yeah, as good as it gets. Especially with the war in Iraq. Yeah. Uh, what another, makes you cry? It's a wonderful life when Harry comes back to my big brother, George, the richest man in town. I am telling you, I got to hold it back, man. Really? Yeah, that kills me every year. Any, how about you? Uh, you know what song? I, it doesn't make me cry, but it makes me like, uh, is uh, when Brother Is uh, uh, Over the Rainbow. Somewhere over the He just, it's if you don't know who Brother Is, is, is this giant Hawaiian guy who passed away. It's a beautiful song. It is an amazing song. He did it at two in the morning on one take. And it was, it's the most incredible song, yeah. but everybody plays it at a funeral. It is true. It's, it, it, but it's, that's something you're going to get teared up on. There's yeah, no it, about it's, it. it's, it's, it's tough. All right. Uh, oh, when they killed uh, Charlie on Lost, I, I, I started to I didn't that see that. I didn't see that. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for the five. Old yeller, though. Five seen old yeller? I, I don't know. I, you know. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Up next, why are some workers happy that they're getting laid off? Stick around. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, coming up in about 10 minutes, 
Uh, I think we got to start worrying about four objects being shot down in the last few days. Yeah. Okay. We had the Chinese balloon. I get it. But why isn't why isn't the government telling us what three things they shot down? Uh, and I don't think I've ever seen anything shot down in my life over the United States. So I, I got to tell you, I'm freaking out a little bit. We're going to talk about it in 10 minutes. So uh, more and more people are being laid off, especially in specific industries. Is it uh, tech? Tech is one of the big ones. But it's very interesting. So uh, Bloomberg has a, a great article out about the brighter sides of layoffs, right? So you go through this thing and uh, some people are welcoming the loss of their jobs. So I read this thing, right? As I'm going through all this thing, a lot of it's about Silicon Valley, Wall Street, certain things like that. Right. As I'm reading it, millennials and Gen Z, are, you know, they're totally, they feel pretty happy about being laid off, not even worried or anything. And then I start to realize, you know why? It's simple. None of these people have responsibilities. All the people they talk to, they don't have kids, they don't have husbands or wives, they don't own homes. So being laid off is just not going back to that place today. Yeah. Do you have a mortgage? Do you have a child? Uh, you know, are you in an apartment and your rent is going to go up? If that's really not the case, you know, you're not, you don't have a whole lot to worry about. Yeah. Maybe you can go a little while being unemployed. Uh, but, you know, if you've got a family and you're supporting, you know, maybe if you're the breadwinner, you, it's, you can't just be okay with losing your job. Yeah. And what they point out here is millennials and Gen Z. Uh, almost 20% of them are okay, you know, seem happy about that because they're, you know, well, you know what? Hey, here's the reality of it. I can focus on other things, do other things. Uh, it, but for some of them, and they, and they talk about this a little bit, some of them were already looking for new jobs. Some of the older people who had been through some of these things before started to realize the writing on the wall, things might change. So they were already looking. Mm. But guess what? When you're 43, 47, you got a wife and a couple kids, you're a mom and you got a kid and you've got, you've got responsibilities. Life changes. It's not exciting. It's not. Yeah. Uh, I've got a friend who's in that age range yeah. in the 40s. And I was talking to him a couple of weeks ago and I said, well, how's work? And he goes, hey, you know what? I could go without this thing. And I go, what do you mean you could go without this thing? And he said, um, he goes, the stress is really brutal. And he said, I'm t it's time for a break. And I said, well, what are you going to do? He's like, listen, uh, I'm 45, 40, 48 years old. I don't remember something like that. Uh, I've, we've got a little bit of money. And I feel that the stress is so bad. I need a few months off. And then I'll go find another job. I'm not going to worry about it. So that's a totally different totally age range. different world. And of he's got one in college. And that's that's it. They have one kid in college, and that's it. So, but but, but if you got some money put aside, and the stress and is so bad, you you may want to take, you may want to say, yeah. hey, I got to push the, I got to push the brakes. And, but for a lot of people, they're not in that position. And you got to think Correct. about this too. If you make, let's just say, you make sixty grand a year, right. and there, in, in your industry, there's fifty, sixty grand a year jobs that are popping open, or forty five, somewhere in and around there. Losing your job at a place that's stressful may not be a big deal. Mm. If you are in a position where your job doesn't grow on trees, they're in one tomorrow that's going to replace it near the salary. Guess what? That looks a whole lot different, especially I, if you have tons of responsibilities. I think if if you're working in a place that is just killing you, right, the stress, the people, mm. I mean, and it's bad for your health, you got anxiety and depression, you know, that's running rampant everywhere. Absolutely. If that's the case... What, what I would do is I'd try and find another job. Absolutely. And then I'd leave this one. But what you're seeing now is, no, they leave. 
Yeah. They leave the job and then they try and find one later. But again, I'm not in their shoes to say, why don't you stay in the job for two more months? And some people can't take another day. Yeah, and that's totally, I, I yeah, get that. I, right. I think all of us have been in a position where it's like, okay, I can't do this anymore. I can't do it. I can't. Uh, I literally cannot go to work tomorrow. I can't do it anymore. Like, you get that on Sunday night at like 5, you're like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. It's bad for your health. It is. It's, it's not really good for you. Bad. We talked earlier about, you know, like not taking vacations, this, that, and the other. That's bad for your health. But... What else is bad for your health is if you're scrambling and you can't afford to live and you're looking over at a family and a mortgage and your car's getting ready to repo. That's also stressful. Yeah. So you got to pick which stress. Yeah. And the younger generation is like, it's freedom to us because you have no responsibilities. Right. If you do have responsibilities, you can get rid of the stress of your job and then take on the stress of getting another job and figuring out how you're going to go for a couple months. Or you stay with the stress you know in the job and find another job and leave. Yep. All right. Coming up next, we Coming got up. four flying objects shot down over the United States in just about a week and a half. All right, what is going on? I, we've only had one balloon from China. What? What are the other three? They're not. The government is not telling us what they shot down. I'm freaking out. Next, it's the Gatos and Chad show. All right, I'll be the first to say this. Okay, uh, I have seen weird stuff in the sky in the valley. Obviously, I was here for the Phoenix Lights. Um, I remember being on the air, and all of a sudden, every phone in this building lit up because, and it wasn't the Phoenix Lights, it was something different. People saw something crazy in the sky. Okay. Okay. Certainly, we've seen some weird things. But what are the four things that we shot down over the last week and a half? We know two. Oh, I thought we knew one. We knew that they shot down another balloon over Canada. They were saying it's okay. a balloon. Okay. Uh, and then the balloon, then they shot the, the first the balloon. Giant down. Balloon that, the giant balloon, the second moon. Okay. But there are two things that were shot down in the last few days, and the government won't tell us what it is. No, because I don't think they know. Well, that is that freaks me out. I Listen, I don't know what the Phoenix lights were. I have no idea what those things were. It's never really been a good explanation no. for some of these things. No. It was it was crazy. It was weird. It was scary. But if we're going to start shooting stuff down, uh, I think they have uh, they have to tell us what it is. Yeah. Or, or, you know, here's the other thing, Chad. I would even expect them to lie to me, to not tell me anything, to say, we don't know what it is. We can't. We have no idea. That's the thing that scares me. If you lie to me, I'm like, well, they're probably lying. I, and maybe I feel a little bit better. But for them not to say what they're shooting down, and I don't believe in the UFOs and all that kind of stuff. I know you do. I don't. But I just for the one, the, the fact that they're not telling me what they shot down, that makes me a little bit freaked out. This is General Glenn Verherk, who is, I think, the guy who runs the old NORAD there. I'll let the intel community and the uh, counterintelligence community figured that out. I haven't ruled out anything uh, at this point. We continue to assess uh, every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America uh, with the attempt to identify it. And that was him being asked, is it alien? Okay. Uh, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin. Because we've not been able to definitively assess what these recent objects are, uh, we've acted out of an abundance of caution. The thing that drives you crazy. Yeah, I hate the abundance of caution. Stop saying that. That uh, makes that makes me crazy. Uh, listen, I've already been through a pandemic, and if I've got to go through an alien invasion, uh, I don't know. I I think I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. You can't. Here's, put, the, here's a Chad, real You can't put those two things in one person's lifetime. Here's a real question. 
<laughs> okay. How do human beings handle it if they come out and say, look, two of these things we found are not of our world? I think that people would freak out. Oh, I think people would freak out. I think a lot more people end up going to church, maybe, too. But, I mean... They'd look for... That they, happened during during 9-11, remember, when they brought the buildings down and people started going to church? And How would... Because, you know, one of the interesting things is 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 the pilots in the second shoot-down said... We pulled alongside of it. Some of the pilots said... Our machinery started malfunctioning, not working, not good. and there was no propulsion. the The machine that was up there, an octagon shaped thing, there was zero propulsion in it. So, mm. it how it was flying, whatever m- mechanics of it was being used, engine wise, to propel it forward, nobody knew. And so, that's a scary thing because yeah. if it's not an alien <laughs> and it's not us, yeah. then it means it is one of our adversaries who have have some sort of technology that is more advanced than ours. All right. But then what are they doing over on our side of probing. the planet? <laughs> what Probing what? See, just see what just our defenses spying? are like. Listen, the Chinese sent a balloon over here. You can't go any more low tech than that. So, but that, and now we're saying that maybe they have something that is like... Higher tech. I don't know. I don't know. I, I almost wonder if like... Okay, we know that there were two balloons. We don't know what the other two things were. Are, 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 are they trying... Are, is the government trying to tell us... By not telling us, are they trying to take our eye off the ball for something else? Is it a distraction? I don't know. I don't know either. That's, yeah, a, I don't that's know. a good story. And then in the other side of things, you take a step back and you say to yourself, uh, could it have been some of our stuff? They're billionaires. One of the things we talked about last week is their new thing now, which you didn't have to do 10, 15 years ago, is you got to call every billionaire who's trying to fly to the moon or somewhere else to go, hey, is this one of your weird things? Right. And, uh, and you know, no, this is one of ours. Is is it is it could it be something from another region? It's possible. Yeah. Again, I don't know. They don't know, and they're Why, not telling us. Where haven't they? Didn't they get the whatever they shot down? Did they go down and get it? Well, they got the balloon. They got, they got portions, the balloon. But the difference is the with this is these things were much smaller, and they said if they blasted it and it came down, yeah, chances are if it you know. Uh, did it just come down at whole because it was so awesome? Or did it just break into so many tiny little pieces, finding it over, you know, certain parts of this area? Because one of them's over the uh, the water in Alaska and the other one's over, like, in the Yukon or somewhere. And so I just wonder, have we been shooting things down for years that are over the United States? Because I've never heard of it. Cause now it's four. I get the two balloons. I get it. But now you have two things that are called, what, A E A uh, uh what is it called? UAP? UAP. Okay. Un- so they have, unidentified for, aerial for the, phenomenon. For the two things, they have no idea what they are. Yeah. Have we been doing this for years? If we don't know what it is, we shoot it down. And the only reason we're starting to talk about this is because that thing got so close that people with the... China's balloon? Yeah. Yeah. People with their amazing, incredible telescopes now can see everything. I don't know, man. It's weird. It's freaky. They haven't told us what those two things that they shot down are. They haven't collected whatever... You know, whatever is left of it after the after they blew it up. It is weird. It is weird. All right, we'll keep our eye on it. Maybe we'll get a fifth one before the end of the show. That'd be interesting.